0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Lifetime Booking Podcast. My name is Stephen Hook and um, I've never been good at intros. Hope you're all having uh, the whimsicalest of times. Uh, Eagle-eyed, returning, recurrent uh, listeners of the podcast may have realised that there was no episode on Monday and nothing for me to say anything about the fact there was nothing on the internet about this podcast. Well, I recorded it. Sunday night into Monday morning, uh literally like stroke of midnight, and I made reference to that multiple occasions because meta. Um and then when I went to edit it on the Monday evening for either a Monday night or Tuesday morning release, uh I was going through it all and it was just really bad. It was just really, really bad. Um because it was midnight, I felt the need that I had to be really, like really Not quite quiet, but just like really monotone. And I'm going through all the matches. And it's Julia defeated this person. That's pretty great. So we all like Julia for that. And yeah, I just... It was really bad. So I thought, uh, you know what? I'm just going to sack it off. I might only have a very tiny audience at the moment. But they deserve better. You're welcome. Uh, I'm going to sack it off. And then I'll just re-record some point in the week. And then... The week turned, just kept going, and I'd be finishing work. Uh, work just be... Not busy, it's just... I've had a lot of tech issues. I was also working from home for a computer-based job. And there's a car. And yeah, it just wasn't... It, I just never found time. or I, Well, now find time. That makes me sound really gaudy. I, I was just super tired. That's what it is. I was just super tired. I was super lazy. Um, and as i got to like thursday i was like "What's? i'll just wait i'll just wait record the weekend i was kind of hoping i could do it like earlier on the day but i thought sport was going to be interesting there's a lot of sport happening at the moment with the euros and there was f1 today as well i regret 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 watching both because they were both quite dull games um dull events the f1 was fucking boring and I watched early Wales, and that was just sad to see Wales not win. But they might not be out. Well, they're not out at all. Mm, they might not be out. I think they got second place in their group, actually, which is quite exciting. But still, yeah, it just wasn't the same, um, especially when I was spoilt with the germany Portugal game the previous night. You don't care. You're only here for wrestling. Um, but, yeah, for the reason why I didn't put anything up on Twitter or anything like that to say there's going to be a delay is because... Although I think this very tiny audience deserves a better quality podcast, I don't really feel need to update on every last little thing. As of yet, yeah, we are we are in our early days. Unless uh, of course this is the future, and somehow this all went really well for me, and I'm doing these on the reg, and people are coming back and like binge watching old series or binge listening to old series, and you're getting all this, and you just don't understand what I'm talking about. Um, hello from the past. Um it was bad here. It's probably bad there actually. Uh so no, that's 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 the that's what that's what's going on. I've also watched a lot of uh Tomska recently. Um very popular YouTuber, particularly in the United Kingdom. So I feel like I've picked up a lot of his mannerisms, so that might pick up on camera Oh, on fucking hell, on microphone. Um so you might have a really interesting experience along the way so without further adieu uh grab yourself a a lovely beverage i've gone with the milkiest cup of tea you could ever think of um it's fucking paler, paler than a british kitchen right now uh, i think my tea bag might have gone off if that's even possible i put it in the cup it's been sat in there it's in the psalm tea bag so they're they do get strong pretty quick, but it's been in there for about five minutes now and awfully fucking pale. So grab yourself a milky tea uh, and settle in for part three. Yes, part three of the Julia season um, as we get closer and closer to the present day and where we will leave off to find someone else to talk about. At this point... In Julia's career. We are in the year of our law, 2020, a year where absolutely nothing bad happened at all. Um, Hot off of 2019, which was more of an establishment year for Julia. Uh, She, off the back of her first major feud with, it was just ever, her first major single feud with Tequila Sire, she ended up teaming with Tequila and they formed the tag team known as Burning Raw. They would eventually win the uh, Ice Ribbon International Ribbon Tag Team Championships, defeating uh Azure Revolution, uh Maya Ikihi and Risa Sarah. They had a 70 day 70 day reign with the titles before eventually dropping them back to Yukihi and Sarah. And yeah. Julia just sort of like kept working her way around the car. She was getting in championship opportunities um, against Maya Ikihi, this time for the I6 Infinity Championship. Over in AWG, she was challenging for the world title against Saori Anue. Uh, I probably didn't get those names right. I'm sorry. I'm not Japanese. And I've only ever seen these names written down and never spoken out loud. Um, It's kind of hard to find old ice ripping shows to watch on the internet, as it turns out, without signing up to their subscription service, which I'm too poor to do. Um, So that's that. She made more appearances for the likes of um, AWG, Peachy Pan Wrestling, Just Tap Out, uh, Zero One, Seedling. It was invited to Pure J's retirement show for Command Bolshoi, a Minoru Tanaka produce event, a CMLL specials ladies event thing. And yeah, it was quite exciting up until October where things went from really exciting to, oh goodness me, she, she's just done a shake-up of Joshi Wrestling in in Japan and that was when there was scheduled to be a retirement match for Julia's partner Tequila Sire and that match ended up getting called off because of a typhoon if memory serves um, hitting many parts of Japan so you know let's not have a wrestling event whilst your country is suffering and I think one of the areas affected was where they going kind to of have the venue or where the venue was I should say and then the day of what would have been the final match or one of the final matches for Sire, or what most likely would have been the last tag team match with Julia, Julia then announced that she was leaving Ice Ribbon. And then the very next night, at a stardom event, Julia rocked up following uh, B. Priestley versus Hanakamura for the uh, World of Stardom Championship and said that I am now going to be joining uh, World Wandering Wondering Stardom. So that was pretty wow. Um, I said, I'm pretty sure I said at the end of last episode, it. I got into uh, Stardom in the May of 2020, so I'm coming up to a year where I'm kind of a bit more aware of what's happening with the, uh, with the company, and it never dawned on me. It, so I always kind of when I went into Stardom, I was very aware of the Julian name. Um... I'd seen a lot of pictures of her, she'd popped up a lot on uh, just wrestling Twitter, Uh, a lot of people who are big fans of Joshi were talking about her, but there's always like a kind of like a weird uh, is bipartisan the right word where it's just like two opposite sides, there's very just mixed comments in every comment section, especially on Squared Circle as well, where they're a bit more um, m'lady about it all, and a bit more nerd with it and just I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was that was giving me these signals, and then to find out that she did the big no no when it comes to Japanese wrestling and that is uh leaving the company, especially the company that trained you to go join another bigger competitor or just any other company any other company in particular um that kind of settled off like oh that this is why there was all this like hubbub about her. Um, she she did the thing that you're not supposed to do. Just ask Katsurori Shibata why you shouldn't do that. Um, but he made it work in the end. We all love Shibata now. So, yeah, that was 2019. She made her debut against Hazuki. Uh, uh, in in a in a winning contest, went on to face uh Sakakishima, Andros Miyagi, and Hanakamura before the end of 2019. We are now in 2020. Uh, She is exclusive to Stardom now, and she will be 100% bar one single match completely for Stardom in the year of our Lord 2020. Um, But that one match is pretty important, and we'll get to it. And so if 2019 was the establishment year, 2020 is kind of the year uh, for Julia so far. Uh, 2021 is shaping up to be an insane year for already but 2020 was when the world went from or for me my looking in went from julia the uh like kind of problem child of joshi who's actually really really good at professional wrestling as well to joshi nope, to julia being she is the pull-in for stardom or one of the pull-ins for stardom she's what's going to bring in um outside audiences to this promotion and it kind of worked for me because when i started watching uh stardom a lot of it was i really want to see julia i've heard so much about her i really want to see her in action so 2020 very very big year uh for miss julia she had 61 matches overall of course much like pack and every other wrestler in the world severely affected by covid um on a uh, personal thing just looking at her numbers already for 2021 i think she'll, she'll surpass this anyways even though things aren't quite okay over in japan as of yet but they are a lot better than they were in 2020 um so yeah let's get into it we'll start with january because that's how every year works and she would form a very short-lived tag team with andras miyagi one of her very earliest opponents with the Stardom promotion uh andras miyagi is a former uedo tai member uedo tai being one of the like main factions as part of stardom if you're unfamiliar with stardom it is god how many is it now is it five donna uedo queens uh the other one i can't think of right now and the brand new one which is all about like idol worship uh, and my in it um Oh no! Sorry, Tam Nakano's in it. Oh, they might both be in it. I know Unagi Shinaki or Unagi something is in it as well. Whatever the case, uh, Stardom just work on several different uh, stables. A Stable warfare of the highest order, even worse than I'd say Dragon Gate. And yeah, you don't really have like many neutral members. I think Lady C is the only neutral member at the moment in the promotion. Um, obviously, at this point, Julia was a neutral member of the roster. Andres Miyagi, I don't know i can't remember if she went into oh stars was the other promotion uh, or the stable i forgot i don't know if miyagi was in a promotion fuck why do you calling it a promotion and was in another stable at this point um but at the very least she was a former oedo time member she was also a tag team champion in sendai girls and stardom as well across the month julia miyagi went on to defeat oedo time members uh, jamie hater and martina at uh, stardom new year stars tour night one uh, two quite prominent like Western stars in the Joshi world in stardom. Uh, Jamie Hayter was one half of the first ever all-foreign uh, goddesses of stardom champions would be previously. This would actually happen later on in this month. She's also been a women's champion in Rev Pro and in Pro Wrestling Eve and she'd also be a future SWA Undisputed World Women's Champion which is sort of like an unofficial secondary belt with stardom. I'm not quite sure about the lineage because they got the world of stardom. They got wonder of stardom. But then this one is also revered quite highly. Um, and I think SWA is a defunct promotion anyways that the belt lineage is carried on, which is what a lot of um, very old-fashioned belts do. It's kind of weird. And I don't quite understand as well the basic saying. Uh, Martina, otherwise known as Session Moth Martina, a staple of the UK scene for fucking yonks. Popped up in EVE, Progress, OTT, Riptide, PCW, ICW. Had women's championships in OTT and ICW. She is currently with Ring of Honor. Where she's recently been named the Ring of Honor Female Wrestler of the Year for 2020. Uh, despite missing like three or four months of action because of COVID. So she's pretty cool. And she fancies John Cena. And that's all you really need to know about Miss Martina. After Hater Martina... Uh, Miyagi and Julia would defeat uh, Natsuko, Tora, and Zoe Sky. this happening on Night 2 of the New Year Stars Tour. Nora is a former Arts of Stardom and Goddess of Stardom champion with the JAN stable. Uh, she is now the leader of Oedo Ties, there's going to be some personal conflict between Nora and Miyagi. So, Sky is formerly known as Angel Dust, and she was actually trained by Johnny Gargano. She's a prominent feature in the Northeast and Midwest scenes in America. She's been winning championships with Shimmer, Rise, Pro Wrestling Rampage, um, among others. I saw that she was really big in the like, Ohio area, for example. Um, I think that's the Northeast Midwest area. She, she 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 she's got a car. She goes around a lot. And finally, as part of that tour. Julia Miyagi would defeat Stars member, Saya Iida, and Starlight Kid. Um Iida is an absolute fucking unit in Stardom. She's a rookie as well. Um but she's got a very she's everyone in stardom is like I think the tallest is Lady Sin. she's like 5'9, everyone else is like 5'2, 5'3, 5'4. Um I think Iida is like 5'1 or 5'2, but she's got she's hench as fuck. She's got a massive bodybuilder physique and she's so good i really like what i can't remember what match it was but she was um defending her belt at the time and she was just amazing she had a big powerhouse thing obviously but she could move around as well really really big fan of um saida and as for starlight kid another one who i'm a big oh my god starlight kid i think she's everyone's like closet favorite wrestler she is Stardom's first ever luchadora S competitor in the company. And she was also the very first ever Future Stardom champion as well. Um, she's just really, really fun to watch. She's hugely charismatic, even though she wears a mask. And yeah, just two really, really fun wrestlers. And Julia beat them. So ha 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 ha. And I'm just me, I give We're only focused on Julia today. Last time Miyagi and Julia were teamed together is in a losing effort to Tokyo Cyber Squad members uh, Death Yamasan and Hana Kimura at start of his premier event or one of their premier events, Wrestle Cinderella. Uh, death Yamasan is... I feel like she's propped up a lot already um, under the name of Gokugen Death or Gokugen Death or Fukugen Death as well. She's a 21-year veteran of Joshi Wrestling. She's been the top champion in AJW, JWP, Joshi Pororesu. And as well as that, she's held championships in Pure J, Oz Academy, DDT, Stardom and Ice Ribbon. Uh, she's absolutely bonkers in the first. So the very first Stardom event I watched was the Stardom. We are Stardom again show in May, which we will get to. And she spent the entire match sticking her tongue out going Bleh, and giving it the horns where she was punching someone, where she was getting punched, where she fell on the floor, she just stick her hand up and go. Bleh. Uh, she's great fun. She's a really good comedy wrestler. Um Hanakamura, ah uh, Jesus. It's she's such an unfairly and bittersweetly known name. I had no idea who she was until the events. Uh she she's a former Princess of Pro Wrestling champion in Pure J, which is their top title. She's held the goddess of Stardom Championship with kagatsu two time Arsenal Stardom Champion with Oedotai and Tokyo Cyber Squad, which was her breakaway faction. She was the leader of it. Um all before she Tragically passed away in may 2020 um which was a very hard thing to take for uh, not just the joshi wrestling communities but just all over i they were a bad time they were a bad time and she she's very very missed to move on though after the defeat um to tokyo cyber squad julia turned around to Miyagi and very very kindly just sort of said to her uh, absolutely do bugger off. Um, I want to do things my way. I want to do things a different way. And you are not part of my immediate plan. So Julia's splintering away from Miyagi from this very short uh, tag team to do her own nefarious things, which will come to light very, very soon. But before that, though, there is some history to be had from our fair Julia. Uh, Julia would team up with Hanakamura for a Stardom Exhibition Dark match against AMA, which is a combined efforts of Arisa Hoshiki and Maya Iwatani at Wrestle Kingdom 14 or just before Wrestle Kingdom 14. Um, this is a big deal because this is the first ever women's match to take place under the Wrestle Kingdom name or even like when it was before where it's just like called the J- January 4th show. Um, this is the first women's match of that entire lineage history. That is... That is pretty something. It's the first all-women's match to take place under New Japan Pro Wrestling since Camp Zama Slamfest 5 in October 2011, where Asia Kong and Carla Samano defeated Chikayu Nagashima and Miyumi Ozaki. Uh, this is a huge deal for the company. Uh, I know there is a business relation of sorts between Stardom and New Japan, but... This it is how it always has been. Japan is where, um, sorry, New Japan is like full of lads and women mostly play a bit part in a lot of it. Oh, I say that as someone who's only been watching New Japan for the past three or four years, so do correct me if I'm wrong. But the fact that the last ever, well, previous to this, the last all women's match happened in October 2011 said a lot, and there are, there is a lot of companies who do do. Um, do, do Cross gender wrestling, or just ha- accommodate both. DDT is the biggest one that comes to my head, and it's a very good promotion at doing it. But like the big four, I even say the big four New Japan doesn't, Old Japan doesn't, Noah doesn't, and who's I considering the fourth one? Was I thinking Dragon Gate? Might be thinking Dragon Gate. Must have been Dragon Gate. Um, yeah, they all deal solely, exclusively for male wrestling. Um, and at, like, on the other side of that, there's so many bloody joshi wrestling promotions. That's why I end up getting its own term, joshi wrestling. Um, you've got TJPW, which is great. Stardom, Ice Ribbon, Sendai Girls, Marvelous. Uh... I was gonna say Gato move, but I've seen a lot of Ben wrestle for that company. Uh, Seedling, there's another one. Uh, whatever case, like you know, it's it's a big deal. It's a phenomenal deal for Julia, especially because she's only been here for like ten minutes. And as for her, their opponents on the night, Arisa Hashiki, at the time, was the reigning Wonder of Stardom champion. That is their secondary belt. She's the winner of the 2019 Cinderella Tournament, which is their one night single elimination round robin thing. And she was named, sorry, she won the 2019 Goddess of Stardom Tag League as well, teaming up with Tam Nakano. Maya Iwatani, her partner on the night, was, at the time, the current reigning World of Stardom champion, which is their primary belt. She's also a former Ring of Honor, Woman of Honor champion, a five-time Artist of Stardom champion, a two-time Wonder of Stardom champion, which technically makes her a triple crown? I don't know if that's something that Stardom even recognized. She's also held the High Speed Championship, which would technically make her a Grand Slam. But again, I don't know if Stardom recognizes these sort of like extra accolades. Um, and she's whole, she's won like so many different Stardom awards and tournaments, and she's considered to be the company's ace. So, yeah, AMA win, um, Hashiki and Iwatani, but you, you don't feel bad about losing to your, the two best wrestlers in the company. Uh, that's just not something you feel bad about at all. Regardless, though, although she got the the, the L, the big L, the fact she's in the ring and taking part in this kind of match at this particular time, it's huge for Julia, and it shows that they have got many, many good things planned and think quite highly of her uh, going into the rest of 2020. Uh, That's not January, please, microphone. That's not January over and done with, though. No, 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 no. At a Just Tap Out event on the 14th, of January, there was a match between Maika and Utami Hayashishita uh, for the Future of Stardom Championship. Hayashishita won that match and afterwards Julia came to the ring and recruited Maika, a former Takemichi Noka trainee, to her as yet unnamed stable over in Stardom. Uh, less than a week later on the 19th at the Stardom 9th anniversary show, uh, Julia and Maika debuted the group in full alongside Siri. The group was going to be called Donna del Mondo, which is the Italian expression for women of the world. Um, harking back to Julia's like Italian, Japanese heritage. Maika was still in her first year as an active competitor. She was so- showing signs of like early promise. She is regarded or is to be regarded. And I wish I was making this up as the jumbo princess again most of the women in stardom are under five foot four and she's not big wide at all she's just not um but whatever they regardless of what i think is a silly name if she if she picked it fair fucks please don't hurt me but you know whatever on the other side of that coin you'll say You've got um, Micah, who is quite new and still quite fresh in the company and in the industry as a whole. Siri, who came into the match being known simply as X to keep mystery. Uh, They did the same to Pac when he came back to Dragon Gate as well, didn't they? Um, Siri's on the other end of that scale. At this point, she was a 10-plus year veteran of pro wrestling, and she's been a champion in Reina, CMLL, Oz Academy, and Sendai Girls. Uh, this new group would defeat Tokyo Cyber Squad members Death Yamasan, Hamakamura, and Leila Hirsch at the anniversary show. And then, following up soon to that, Julia and Maiko would defeat Stars members Arisa Hoshiki and Saya Iida at a follow up show in Osaka. And that's again a big scalp for a very fresh group, especially Arisa Hoshiki. I think by this point, was still reigning as the World of Stardom champion. Saida, a very prominent and very um, highly thought of rookie in her own right. It's good things all around for the brand new stable, Donna Del Mondo. Let's get into February then, and immediately, we got ourselves some championships. We are a golden Donna Del Mondo. So, the Art of Stardom Championship, which is Stardom's six-person tag team uh, championship, Donna Del Mondo members, Julia, Maika, and Siri, defeated Queen's Quest members, Azumi, Momo Watanabe, and Itami Hayashita at Stardon, the Ways in the Major League TV televised event in Kurakun Hall in Tokyo. We have our first championships whilst in our brand new company. Big deal. Huge. Huge news. Um, yeah, this is great. This is pushing Donald Del Mondo straight away into y'all don't want to fuck with this territory. Um it's making all three of the girls look three of the girls, fucking hell, all three of the women look amazing. And yeah, to get a scalp as well against Queen's Quest, which is one of them, I believe one of the more established stables in Stardom as well. Um Azumi and Momo are two like they've been there a few a few years longer than a lot of others. They're both really, really great. Um particularly Azumi, I'm a big fan of hers. Utami she's being groomed to be one of the biggest things Stardom has, and in the present day, uh, you can you can see how that went. And so yeah, this is this is great. We are we are Golden Julia again, and we've only been here five months. No, wait, shit. We left in October. We joined in December. We've been here three months. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere in February, we actually remained undefeated for the entirety of the month we defeated ama we defeated queen's quest stars tokyo cyber squad we participated in kagetsu's final stardom show on like her uh, part of her retirement tour she was in the kagetsu gauntlet which i've spoken about a few times i think command bolshoi had one um where it's like a series of gauntlet matches and then like one minute matches at a time. Juliet was one of the 17 Stardom competitors to have a one-minute draw with Kigatsu. Uh, I think there were two wrestlers who actually got pinned in that minute, so sucks to be them. But that's just the thing Japan does. Oh no, I've only ever seen it with Joshi, so that's the thing that Joshi does. Um, I don't get it, but, you know, tweets to her own. Let's go to March. Uh, let's go to March instead of pondering. Julia's newfound undefeated streak would actually end at stardom No People Gate, uh, which was ironically before everyone had to do No People Gate shows. That's a big sad. Donna Del Mondo members Julia and Maika f- were felled to Tokyo Cyber Squad members Hana Kimura and Jungle Kayona at the event in Kurunkurin Hall in Tokyo once more. Following that, Julia would enter the 2020 Cinderella Tournament. I mentioned it a bit earlier. Uh, Cinderella tournament is a one-day single elimination tournament where the winner gets a wish fulfilled. I'm going to assume that's within the realms of storytelling professional wrestling because it'd be weird if I wished I had a car and then poof, there was one there. Or I wish I had control of the company and then push uh, CEO Julia at your doorstep, um, madame. And so, yeah, I imagine it's going to be a a wrestling-themed wish, like a championship opportunity, or a match against a certain rival, or can I have a week off with full pay kind of thing? So, you know, realistic wrestling wishes. Realistic wrestling wishes. R's and W's, man. I just cannot do them. So, Julie entered the tournament uh, in round one. She defeated Jungle Kayona, a multiple-time goddess and artist of Stardom champion. In the quarterfinals, she defeated Momo Watanabe, a former artist of stardom champion, a former wonder of stardom champion, and a former goddess of stardom champion. Um, And to a lot of people I remember reading when I was getting into stardom, people regarded Momo as the future ace of stardom. In the semifinals, it was Donna Del Mondo Civil War as she defeated her fellow artist of stardom champion, Suri. And that leads up to the final Where it's the Donald Del Mondo leader, Julia, versus the Oedo Tai leader, Natsuko Tora. A former Arsenal Stardom champion and a former Goddess of Stardom champion in her own right. And there is some story to go behind this as well. So remember way back in October 2019 when Julia came out and said, Yo, what up? It's your gal, um, Julia, and I'm coming to stardom now. That took place following a matchup between Oedo Tai member B. Priestley and Tokyo Cyber Squad member Hanakamura. B. Priestley winning that match, retaining the championship, and Julie's in there amongst the Oedo Tai members, and they're like, yeah, we've got the hardest thing, and Joe, she's wrestling right now. Bet you're all scared. And then when she came to the company, she was decidedly not a part of Oedo Tai. She teamed up with Oedo Tai Castaway, Andras miyagi earlier in a career or earlier in a run with stardom and now she's formed her own group which is also pretty goth just like well julia herself is just pretty goth the others are doing a thing um and she dresses in like black leather the same way a lot of weirdo tai do so that's gimmick infringement so there is an actual narrative between julia and Tora. So it's kind of cool that they would meet in the finals like this. It's almost like wrestling is scripted and you can plan this sort of thing. Why can't WWE do this? I don't know. So here's where we are. It's the final and our, our wonderful leader of the Donald on the Stable and the reason why we are all here, quite frankly, Julia would defeat Natsuka Tora in the finals of the 2020 Cinderella Tournament. She is our Cinderella, I guess. And yeah, she made it clear what her wish was pretty quickly. She wanted the match with Arisa Hoshiki, who was then the reigning Wonder of Stardom champion. However, this would not be the like, as as simple and as easy as you'd think it would be um, to fulfill this. Quite simple, quite basic wish of Julia. Um. So this show, the Cinderella One Night Tournament Show, would actually be the final show Stardom would uh, show, uh, organize, event, host, whatever you want to call it. This would be the last Stardom show before Corona uh, forced everyone to shut up shop for a while. Um, and on top of that, on the twentieth of May, uh, Arisa Shiki. Announced that she'd be retiring from professional wrestling, citing various uh, head and neck issues. Therefore, vacating the Wonder Stardom Championship. So yeah, what? Well, it's 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 timing is something. Timing is sad, and yeah. So a bit of review. Julia is top dog. She just won a tournament. Say yeah, I'm going to come for a championship, and now that champion is gone. I don't want to make light of that actually. A champion decides to retire because the she her body just can't anymore, and that's fine. I'd rather that. And people say, you know what? I just I can't anymore. I'm very, very banged up. Um deuces. So fair play to Hashiki. Uh, probably not the easiest decision in the world to make. But good honor. And yeah, so the big push that Julie was having, um, and in the midst of has been curtailed by various circumstances that are completely outside of our control and yeah like i said this was the last show before corona closed everything down so that's the rest of march done that's april done that's may done although no one likes may in particular because just uh i don't want to go back let's carry on in june then we finally get stardom back um on the 26th of june Stardom hosted the My Stardom Stardom is Again show, which would kind of also double as a Hanukkah Mura Tribute show. This was their first sorry, this was their first show back following her death in May. Julie would end up main eventing the show as she would team up with Siuri, Maika and their brand new member Himeka, to defeat stars uh, Maya My Utami, Saida, Starlight Kid and Tam Nakano. I don't actually remember this matchup that much, despite the fact that now that is about eight of my favorite wrestlers in stardom now. Um, I was still very much enthralled with the Queen's Quest 20-minute draw, which is still one of my favorite matches in stardom. Uh, That match was pretty great. Um, So yeah, a part of this was the debut of their new member, Himeka, and oh... beans. So I... Because I thought I would try to think for myself and not read off my notes, got Maika confused with Himeka. Maika is not the Jumbo Princess. That accolade belongs to Himeka. Um, I'm a fucking idiot, and I imagine if anyone listens to this from the future, is frantically typing, going, "It's, it's, it's fine." I've realised what I've done. I'm a numdy, and I can only apologise to you, to myself, to I, pass me can go fuck off, and I apologise to. Maika and Himeka uh, especially so that's big whoops on my part um so everything I I said about fucking Maika being Jumbo princess just put all that to Himeka because I still think it's a weird uh, nickname to give a professional wrestler who is decidedly very small um, but whatever. Himeka is a former seedling beyond the sea tag team champion She's a former tag team partner and adversary of Julia as well over in their ice ribbon years. And yeah, I think I mentioned it in one of the parts that they were getting in the ring quite often with each other during like a two month period. And what do you know? It's funny how life works. Um, so yeah, Donald Mondo increasing their rankings to include Micah, Siri and now Himeka alongside Julia. And part of this match, there were just what's the proper word? There was just like a bit of a bit of extra friction between Julia and another competitor in the match. That being Tam Nakano. Uh, Tam is a former Arts of Stardom champion alongside Stars. Um, at the time of recording, she is the reigning Arts of Stardom champion with the Cosmic Angels. And the Wonder of Stardom champion. I wonder who she pinned for that. And yeah, in this match, they just sort of there was there was just there was just a bit more between Tam and Julia. And I wonder, oh, how I wonder how that would affect the next twelve months of Stardom booking and televised events. Um, who knows? So that was June. That was the only event that Julia was part of, and I think that might be the only event that Stardom could show um, or could host during that month. So let's go into July. A very good month for our gal Julia. One loss out of six matches overall. That loss coming in a six person tag team match. Julia, Himeka, and Maika were felled by Oedo Time members Natsukatora, Natsu Sumire, Sumire? Sumire. and Sakikishima at Stardom New Summer Night 1 alongside Donna Wanda, there were wins against Stars and Riho in a uh, six-person tag team match again, a 30-minute draw against Queen's Quest, a successful defense of the Arts of Stardom Championship against Oedo Tai members, uh, the, the previous three who just pinned us, Tora, Samire, and Kishima, and then she would enter a tournament to crown a brand new Wonder Stardom Champion. Remember, she was in that tournament she won that tournament. She wished to face the previous champion, Arisa Hoshiki, before Arisa Hoshiki had to retire due to injury, vacating the championship as a result. Um, it was a four-person tournament. Uh, four of the five stardom factions were represented. Oedo Tai, represented by Natsuko Tora. Tokyo Cyber Squad, were represented by Konami. Uh, stars, Tam Nakano, Donovan, Mondo, of course, Art Julia, And Queen's Quest were not invited because just fucking fuck them, I guess. I imagine it might have something to do with the World of Stardom champion at the time, which I think might still be Iwatani. But... I think. So in round one, uh, which is also technically the semi-finals, Julia defeated Konami, a former Goddess of Stardom champion and a two-time Arts of Stardom champion. And then in the final, it's only our gal Tam Nakano again. Uh, obviously, Nikana kind of defeated Natsuka Kotori in her first round match, and then via referee's decision in a match that went nearly thirty minutes, Julia has picked up her very first singles championship. She is a double champion. She is the champ, champ. She is golden jewels. Oh my god! Very nice. It's very, very good. It's it's a great it's a great thing. It's super good. Uh, Julia being a double champion. Being the secondary championship, this is equivalent for like Western promotions. It is the Intercontinental Championship. It is the TNT Championship. Um, Other equivalents are available. It's the uh, technically United States Championship, but no one gives a shit about that. It's the United States Championship in New Japan now. Uh, Probably a bad example because their championship tertiaries are kind of weird. But you know, it's a big deal, it's fantastic. As well as all that, as if you want to get, like, outside of all the th- technicalities of how this stands for Judy's career. She is the second biggest star in the promotion now, as far as, like, accolade goes. Um, and, yeah, double champion as well, making Donovan Mondo look like a million smackaroonies. And it's just pretty, yeah, it, I keep saying the same thing, it's just really fucking great. And we love to see it, it's coming home, etc., cetera, et cetera. And again, just just to just to add a couple more, some more twigs and some more paper and some more gasoline to that simmering fire. She defeated Tam Nakano in the final to pick up the strap. Oh, good! I wonder what happens next. Well, for the immediate future, we go into August, and it's a reduced schedule as Stardom's focused is now switched to the Five Star Grand Prix, which is kind of like their. What's it called? Their G1 Climax equivalent. Uh, Julia was in Block B. She opens up her account with a win over Maya Iwatani, who at the time was the bloody reigning, bloody world of stardom champion. I've also watched a lot of Auntie Donna recently. It was an on title match, obs, but still, you're getting a pinfall victory over the, the the big dog in stardom professional wrestling. That's not what the company's called. bumps. they can do it. And then following that, Julia does pick up a loss, but she picks up a loss to her Donna Del Mondo stablemate, and their, their newest member, Himeka. Um, the Jumbo Princess, who I got confused with, Maika. Still not let myself down for that, because it's... it's <laughs> I went so far that I can't even go back and edit it out, because I'm just not prepared to, because it's like half past eleven at night. Why do I suck so bad? Anyway. So they're, they're like the two matches we got for... For the month for Julia because again, this tournament's going on uh, in September. Continuing with that tournament, wins against Saya Kamatani, Starlight Kid, and Death Yamasan, uh, losses against Konami and Tam Nakano. Inevitably, Julia does not advance outside of block B. However, Donald Del Mondo's stablemate Himeka does, which is pretty fucking rad because Himeka's only been here for like 10 minutes as well. So, if nothing else, stardom are really trying to push a new generation for their their audience obviously Covid has not helped it's taken away a lot of their western stars um martina uh da, 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 what was the other one jamie Hater, b priestley they've lost Kagatsu because of her impending retirement as well, so they've lost a sizable chonk out of their roster so to bring through some like newer names and the way they have done it made them exciting as well and it's yeah it's it's just basic wrestling booking and marketing it's pretty good when it works and this kind of does um eventually though himeka was not successful in winning the tournament uh she would lose to utami haishishita in the finals again they were really really pushing if you think the push for julia and himeka was good Bloody hell, keep an eye on Otami for the past year. Hoo wee. Uh, Elsewhere in the month, a triple threat win over Hanan and Tam Nakano. A retention of the Arts of Stardom Championships against Maya Iwatani, Starlight Kid, and Tam Nakano again. Um, The Star Stable. And then they wrestled to a 30 minute draw. uh, They being Julia and Siri to Maya Iwatani and Tam Nakano again. Uh, You're not getting us, Tam. You're just not. You you purple. Bitch. I said it. Uh, Just just go and do something else. Uh, Opened October with a Wonder of Stardom Championship match against Tam Nakano. She didn't fucking learn. And I could... I I just could watch Julia Nakano fight all day. They're so good. Individually, they're great. Together, oh my god. Uh, It was the first successful defense of the Championship for Julia. Uh, Elsewhere, she would enter the 10th Goddess of Stardom Tag League with Maika. Opened it with a win against Queen's Quest members Azumi and Momo Watanabe. And then would lose to Goku Gen Death, the former Death Yamasan, also uh Fuku Gen Death, and probably other like 16 other names. Uh Goku Gen Death and Riho. There was also Stable Warfare to be had versus Queen's Quest, Oedo Tai, Stars, and Riho, for some reason. Um, the former AEW World Women's Champion, she's also been a Asia Dream Tag Team Champion with Gato Move, an ice Ribbon Triple Crown winner and at the time was the Iranian Stardom high-speed champion. I don't know why, she just keeps randomly popping up. I, I remember when, so I think I said this, when Julia signed with Stardom. Elsewhere, they also signed Riho to a Japanese exclusive deal, so she only primarily competes now for AEW in the West and Stardom in the East. But yeah, she just keeps flowing around. When I said earlier, like Julie was at the time one of the only, uh, one of the few neutral members of the roster, I think Riho's in there as well because I think she's unaffiliated. So, whatever. In general, Julie would just be racking up the miles, well, not racking up the miles, racking up the matches, the hours, the time um, against just a a whole bunch of Stardom's finest because of uh, the tag league. They're up against Hina. Who is also a teenager, and it's kind of weird to watch someone who's 14 year old be better at things than you are. It makes me sad. Uh, stars, Goku Gen Death, they're all just there as part of the tag League. and Donna Del Mondo, you know, they, they've got to do what they got to do. And all the while, this whole thing with uh, Donna Del Mondo in all these, like, ludicrous number of matches and just getting the numbers in, getting the wins in, most importantly, because we're fucking dab awesome. Uh, this is all alongside the brand new member of Donald Del Mondo introducing Natsupoi again known as X in the run-up she's formerly known as Natsumi Maki a former TJPW International Princess Champion which is their secondary belt um, previously competed with Actress Girls still the worst name ever uh, Rainer, PureJ, Gata Move, and Marvelous and she's also had previous history alongside and against Himeka as well so Natsupoi is so fucking fun to watch. She she is the high speed I think actually now that I think about it, Donald Donald Mondo have the main part of the group down. Um You've got the Younguns. Um so Himeka is a bit more of a power wrestler. Mike, I'm not quite too sure what her discipline is off the top of my head. I think last time I tried to record this I did remember, and I've forgotten because I'm a shitbag. Siri is obviously technical prowess. She's got an MMA background. Natsupoi is the high flyer Zippy. is just there commanding everything. Uh, they're just the best ever. They're just a well-rounded group and that's pretty fucking awesome. And we... You, on the thing you love to see, this is... It. In a similar vein to how she opened the month, Julia would close October with a, another successful retention of her Wonder of Stardom Championship. This time against Himeka, like a little bit of like in-match going, like you know what Himeka, you you've been doing well this past couple of months. Let's let have a war for you. And so yeah, Julia defeated Himeka at Night Six of the Stardom Goddess of Stardom Tag League Twenty Twenty, and yeah, that that finishes off October. So let's let's get to November. Where things are a little bit sadder. Uh, not the big sad, like me, this is just, oh. um. So, in continuing with the 10th Goddess of Stardom Tagly alongside Maika, get wins against Mina Shikari and Tamakana of Stars, fellow DDM members Himeka and Tsuyuri. um a loss against Konami and B Priestley of to Tai, but it's enough to s- advance out of the blocks. Uh, Maika and Julia end up facing Queen's Quest members Azumi and Moma Watanabe in the finals uh fuck Queen's Quest win. I mean they weren't invited to the Wonder Stardom tournament a Wonder Star championship tournament so I they might have been bitter and you can kind of get it but that doesn't mean they're gonna win. we're Donna del mondo. We're doing really well. We can definitely tell who's who in our group. And now we've got Natsupoi, who's really cool. And what do I know? So it's a fucking conspiracy. And it, that conspiracy continues because less than a week after losing that final match in the Tag League, it is Julia, Maika, and Sieri taking on Awaito Time members, B Priestley, Sakikishima, and the leader, the head honcho, Natsuko Tora. For the Art of Stardom championships. And they lose their belts. Uh, the show was. Stardom. Kuroko and New Landscape. In Kuroko Hall. Tokyo. It was all three ladies. Julia, Mike, and Siri. It was their first championships. With stardom. And it's a big old pile of poop. That they had to defend them. So soon after fighting Queen's Quest. Azumi and Mama Watanabe. They're not none to fuck with in their own right, and yeah, it's 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 the big sad. We're not a double champ anymore. It ends their run with the championships at two hundred and eighty days, which is still the longest championship reign of Julius' career. No spoilers for uh, the Wonder of Stardom Championship, and yeah, it's it's it, it happens. It's it's not everyone can be a champion forever, but still, it's sad when we lose. And we almost went 0 oh, 3. But thankfully, Julia realised that could have happened and thought, nope, I'm just gonna murder instead. Um, so, like a day after Julia dropped the Arts of Stardom Championships to Oedo Tai, Oedo Tai thought they could try and do a double over Julia and over Donna Del Mondo because Julia faced Konami um, at the Stardom Sunday Cinderella pay per view in the sundai sun plaza in sendai japan a uh, big fuck you uedo tie julia better than that and as i just said uh, it ended up being julia defeating konami successfully retaining her wonder of stardom championship so after all that and after julia and natsupoi were felled to queen's quest members mom Watanabe and utami Hayashishita, Donald and mom though just sort of gave each other Big old slap, and you know this is Japan, they're not gonna tickle when they slap. A big old slap to say, look, lads, lasses, we're losing. We lost in the tag league in the finals. We lost in the five-star Grand Prix. We've just lost our Art of Stardom Championships. We we just can't keep we they can't keep getting away with this. So pick the pick up the buck, stop fucking around. And we're just we're gonna get it. And so this would begin after that amazing pep talk. They would start getting the win back in tag team matches and six-person tag team matches. Uh four wins in a row that would bleed in December. So you picked up wins against Stars, Queen's Quest, and Oedo Tai before getting another win against Oedo Tai this time in a six-person tag team match in December. There's a bit of Don of them on the friendly civil war to be had as Maika and Sierra defeated Julia and Himeka at the Road to a Dream Cinderella show in Tokyo. Um, and then a bit of a weird mix and match with Queen's Quest. I don't know why this happened. I could not find any reason to, to find anything. I I don't know. But Julia teamed up with Itami Haishishita and they were defeated by queen's quest members momo watanabe and sieri bearing in mind queen's quest i don't know if um cosmic angels had split it off yet but they are still like they're not i don't think cosmic angels are their own group just yet they are a subsidiary i think of queen's quest although i might be wrong on that but either way like they're still but like, members of that group are still pretty tight with tam nakano And so I don't understand why they're like, why don't we we just fucking mix and do a match? Um, so yeah, it's a bit weird. It's a very prestigious tag team match to be part of. Uh, Utami is the reigning world of stardom champion and the reigning goddess of stardom champion. Uh, Siri is the reigning SWA undisputed world women's champion. Julia is of course the wonder of stardom champion and Momo. It's just there. She's just vibing out and she's having a good time. Um, Having said that, like, oh, she has to a championship. She was on the winning team, so, you know, can't fuck with it too much. Following that, Julia and Siri would face each other once again, this time in a one on one match, double championship battle, as Julia defended her Wonder Stardom champion and Siri defended her SWA Undisputed World Women's Championship. The match would go to a 30 minute draw at the Osaka Dream Cinderella pay per view in the Edion Arena, Osaka. Uh, both women keep their belts. I I have not seen this match, but I found I feel like that would have been a fucking excellent match. 30 minute draw between Julia and Siri. Yes, I want that. Final match of 2020 then for Julia would be her teaming up with Maika and Siri to defeat the Cosmic Angels. I answered my question a minute ago. Mina Shirakawa, Tamakana and Unagi Sayaka at Stardom Year End Climax 2020 in Kirkland Hall, Tokyo. And that like I said, is the end of 2020 for Julia. So, 61 matches overall, again, affected by COVID, aren't we all? 39 wins, 16 losses, 6 draws, almost said wins, uh, resulting in 63.9% win rate, which is her career best thus far. It's her first full year of stardom. There were a lot of things around it that made that difficult, but it's her first full year of stardom following a controversial departure from Ice Ribbon in October the previous year, quickly established herself as an upper mid-carder, maybe even main eventer. She feels like a big star to Julia. Um she f- f- they aura around her. She just feels like a big deal. She's formed her own faction with uh, Maika, Siri, Himeka, and Natsupoi, Donna Del Mondo, and they're great. Um she captured the Wonder of Stardom Championship in July and goes into 2021 holding that belt. Uh, Julia, Maika, and Sury also reigned as the Yazda Stardom champions from February to November for a total of 280 days with the titles. She had one on one matches with Tam Nakano, Otami, Konami, Kagatsu, Sury, and even appeared in that historic tag team match at New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom 14. And the dark match that's immediately prior to the show as Julia teamed with the late Hanakamura in a losing effort to Arisa Hoshiki and Mai Iwatami, the then reigning Wonder of and World of Stardom champions. The first ever women's match in Wrestle Kingdom history, and the first all-women's match under the New Japan banner since Camp Zama Slamfest 5 in October 2011, when Aja Kong teamed up with Carlos Amano to defeat Chikayo Nagashima and Mayumi Ozaki big things have happened to julia for the year of our lord 2020 uh it's exciting julia is pretty rad i'm super psyched about what's gonna happen 2021 spoilers i know a lot of what happens and some of it's good some of it's bad um and she also won a bunch of year-end awards for 2020 she was named the or she won the women's wrestling grand prize from tokyo sports poro wrestling awards she was ranked 54 in the top 100 female single wrestlers in PWI Women's 100. And she won a bunch of stardom awards, including Best Unit with Donna Del Mondo. Um, so yeah, Julia's doing pretty well for herself. Excited to see what happens in 2021. Uh, previous spoilers, like I said. But that's going to happen in the final part next week. I thought about just putting out the end of this, but considering I'd be going for an hour already without editing, I'm glad I didn't. Next week, then final episode 2021 and then a couple of weeks break mostly whilst i do research into who's going to be season three i'm pretty sure i know who it's going to be and i won't announce just yet just in case a change of mind but it's unlikely that i do but it's always a possibility because i'm a dumbass and then yeah we just keep going from there i hope you've enjoyed the show today uh do feel free to come and chat to me on social media facebook instagram twitter at lifetime booking i'm very lonely I I work from home now. I don't see people or communicate to them a lot. In fact, other than a phone call to my dad earlier today, this is the most I've spoken. Or even including that, this is the most I've spoken all weekend. But this is the second time I've had to talk to someone all weekend because there's no one to talk to <laughs> where I am. Lockdown is getting easier, but I'm not vaccinated yet. I haven't got my first one yet. And... I don't know many people because I moved the era quite, quite recently. So it would be cool to talk to, friends, talk to people about wrestling because no one's a fan of wrestling. No one fucking likes wrestling. It's stupid. Um, but there's a very like, prominent corner of the internet who does. And that's why you're here, hopefully. And it'd be cool to hear what you have to say. Even if it's to say, Stephen, you're doing a really shit job. Can you do better? I don't know what I'll do differently, but I'd give a bloody good job. Bloody good joke, bloody, jo- bloody good try. I'm going to leave now. Thank you very much for watching again, and that's about everything. See you later.